Thank you for listening to the Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff Simmons, and over there is my beautiful partner, my tag partner, partner in life, Katie Reed. Hi. Well, Katie, uh, another week, another recap here of AEW and SmackDown, and a little bit of news. So we'll start things off with AEW for the for four fifteen twenty. Uh, Jake the Snake opens the show with with a promo on Lance Archer. He's really trying to get you know Lance Archer over, and mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of seen dominating a bunch of backyard wrestlers in this really strange location, you know, shot on location video package they do in the beginning, and um, also talks about Colt Cabana a little bit in this this promo because these two will uh, have a match here in a second um, for the uh, TNT tournament, the first round of the TNT tournament. So we go to that match, and uh, Tony Schiavone and Chris Jericho once again on commentary. Yes. <laughs> and uh, much to the delight of everybody, for sure. Right. Um, but Colt Cabana versus Lance Archer. Um, first off, Colt plays mind games with Archer at the very beginning of the match. And then Archer would then take over the match. Yeah, yep. Um, but before that even got started, uh, Archer went out in the crowd and punched somebody in the crowd. I can't remember even exactly who it was. But, um, yeah, so it was kind of, you know, kind of had a weird start to it. But I really love I love Jericho on commentary. Like, I've said it uh, numerous times, mm-hmm. and he's fantastic in this, during this match, for sure. And, um, at one point, Lance Archer tells Colt to actually punch him in the face. And there's a huge kick to the face after the the break from uh, from Archer and um, Colt has a little comeback with the flying apple and a big splash and uh, then Lance hits a pounce and a choke slam and then hits the blackout his new devastating finisher for mm-hmm. the for the one two three so Lance Archer advances in the TNT title tournament um, and then so. Britt Baker cuts a promo in her dentist office. Yeah, uh, how fitting that Britt Baker is, and obviously she is uh, showing the effects of the broken nose from Sheeta last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, her nose is all busted up, and she's got a one of those nasal strips over the, you know, and uh, kind of talks about how dangerous Sheeta's tactics were last week. So then we go to a match between uh, Cassandra Golden and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Britt, you know, kind of dominates this from the outset and then quickly wins with this really weird... uh, She kind of gets Cassandra Golden on the ropes and just kind of, you know, makes her eat the rope, more or less. And it's just a very strange way to end this, but ends up getting the one, two, three. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't much of a match. I really... I think they can do better things with Britt Baker. Yeah. But, I mean, like, um, Britt Baker's a better worker than that. Yeah, it was just... I, I understand it was a way of trying to get her over, but there's better ways of getting her over than than doing that, I think. But, um, obviously, tonight is the big uh, AEW title match, the empty arena match between Jake Hager and John Moxley. Yes. And uh, people from various, you know, uh, celebrity fandom, celebrity stardom, I should say, uh, you know, are pulled throughout the night. Uh, people from Bellator, you know, who obviously believe that, uh, you know, they take a poll, who do they think is going to win the, the main event? The people from Bellator obviously are, are uh, polling for Jake Hager. 
you know, but and then you have other people that are, are pulling for uh, John Moxley. But so that's kind of becomes a theme, you know, we see a lot of those throughout the night. They they interview these different people. Um, we get an episode of the uh, the Bubbly Bunch, which I'm starting to really enjoy. Uh, Santana and Ortiz are are talking to Sammy, and they're all kind of talking on their you know their phones. They're communicating, and they're talking about blood and guts. Uh, we are going to get blood and guts at at uh, some point. Obviously, they they don't want to do blood and guts in front of an empty arena. Um, you know where they the um, inner circle is going to take on the elite and you know in the cage okay. and hopefully hopefully they don't do that in front of an empty arena because that would not. be really ridiculous but they'd uh, be really stupid like that yeah but, and ornament but speaking of empty arena um you know they they cut to to jake who's you know they're still on the bubbly bunch thing and they, he talks about the empty arena match and he says you know he's gonna kick moxley's ass and and Jericho is uh, making breakfast while he's making Hangman Page jokes. Oh my gosh! And uh, so we uh, go to our next match, which is uh, Suge D versus Sammy Guevara. What's the name like, Suge D? <laughs> well, it, originally Suge D was Sugar Dunkerton, but Suge D, I guess they've kind of shortened it here in AEW, and. Um, you know, it's, yeah. But I, I like this guy. I think he's in, interesting. You know, he comes out wearing the pineapple vest, and, and Jericho is just on him. He, he mentioned it last week, and he mentions it again this week. Uh, he calls this guy Pineapple Pete. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, um, so, you know, right off the bat, Sammy hits this beautiful stall suplex. He, you know, he shows off his strength in the match because he presses uh, – Shook D over his head and then turns it into a Death Valley driver. You know, um, Shook D does a great job in this match, really putting Sammy over, you know, because mm-hmm. Sammy is obviously the the star of this match. You know, I like I like both these guys. I think they're both the future of AEW, um, but obviously they're pushing Sammy a lot right. harder mm-hmm. right now. Um, so, you know, Shook D kind of makes a little comeback and then... Uh, Guevara hits this torture rack into a modified GTS for the win. Yep. And uh, then he, you know, cuts a little promo and says, because obviously uh, next week we're going to get Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen first round matchup. Yeah, he said uh, he's going to beat his ass. Yeah, he's going to beat the hell out of Darby Allen. And then um, he kind of goes after Shook D again, you know, when he's prone. And, and then Darby Allen comes out and makes the save. Good little segment there. Good match, good little segment. Um, you know, leading up to the match next week between uh, Darby Allen and uh, Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a really competitive match. Um, you know, and the uh, winner of that match will face Cody in the semifinals. So that's, you know, there's that too. But um, yeah, pretty pretty decent match here. But um, so then we go to. Uh, Kip Sabian versus Chuck Taylor, and Kip Sabian obviously accompanied by Penelope Ford. Chuck Taylor accompanied by Pockets, as Orange he is Cassidy. as he's like to called by certain people. Uh, yeah, Mister Pockets always got his hand in his pockets. Orange fucking Cassidy. Yeah. You either like this guy or you don't like this guy. You either like this guy or you hate him. I should say, and I'm I'm really I'm not a I just 
don't understand the value of this guy. I don't, um, me personally, he's not my cup of tea. You know, a lot of people love this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, he just kind of gets in the way. He just, you know, he really, he wants to be a big star, but he's not there. Right. And he, you know, um, it's just not, a. there's not a lot of value for this guy. Uh -uh. Um, but, uh, you know, we're finally going to get to see him wrestle next week, and I will get to that in a second after I cover this, after we cover this match here. Um, but so yeah, this was this is an okay match. I'm not I'm not the biggest Chuck Taylor fan either, but he looked okay in this match. Um, both men kind of feeling each other out in the early going. Uh, single leg crab by Chuck Taylor. You know, Kip powders out of the ring. Um, Chuck Taylor, the one of the biggest things I don't like about Chuck Taylor is he has these really goofy facial expressions during the match, and he just and it's just really no need for it. Um, I'm just not, I'm not completely sold on him either. I'm not, I'm not sold on the best friend. I like Trent Beretta. I think Trent is, uh, well, or they just call him Trent now, uh, is one of the, you know, I think he's one of the better workers in the company. But personally. Um, you know, Chuck Taylor is just not, he's not my cup of tea. But anyways, like I said, this match was all right. Uh, Chuck Suplex is... Uh, Kip off the top rope. Yep. Um, yep. A ring apron. Or, well, sorry, on the, yeah, on the ring apron, yep. And then there's a big missile drop kick by uh, by Kip. Um, you know, Penelope Ford gets a little bit of heat in here. Uh, yep. because gets up on the rope. Yep, but before that, she, she gets a little heat in. Manager's heat, you know, she kicks... Uh, Chuck Taylor when he's on the outside but then yeah she gets involved again she gets up on the apron and then here comes Pockets Orange, aka Orange Cassidy gets up on the the apron and, um, and then Jimmy Havoc pummels Orange Cassidy Jimmy Havoc comes out of the crowd and starts pummeling or Orange Cassidy Orange Julius and <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is and um you know, the referee's distracted. Penelope Ford gets on the top rope, hits this big Frankensteiner on Chuck Taylor, and the referee's kind of still distracted. And uh, Sabian rolls up with the win. Yep, Sabian rolls up Taylor, and, you know, Sabian gets a big win, gets momentum, because Kip Sabian next week will go one-on-one -on -one with Dustin Rhodes in the final uh, TNT quarterfinal matchup. And um, so, you know, another pretty good match that's going to be for what sure. about Orange Cassidy? Who is he wrestling? Well, and the, and that brings me to that because they later announced in the show that Orange Cassidy is going to go one on one with Jimmy Havoc because of the the attack, which I am not looking forward to that match either because I really don't care for either one of those guys. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I hope Jimmy Havoc. What is he going to do? Wrestle with his pockets in his hand? I guess I, hands, hands in, in his, his pocket. Pocket. Yeah. I I hope Jimmy Havoc beats the shit out of him personally, but and I. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got to say about that match. So yeah, we have those. So we have three matches set for next week. Should be a, an interesting dynamite next week. Mm -hmm. um, also, Brody Lee's going to be back in action, and Kenny Omega will be back too. So, oh. um, and then we go. Uh, we cut to a little clip of obviously. Now we haven't been talking about it, Katie and I haven't, because we just started covering AEW. Um, but we're going to start talking about. AEW Dark too, and when I say talk about it, we'll probably just go over the results of it, you know, because obviously there's usually only one match, maybe two matches, but 
Uh, it was uh, Sean Spears defeating Billy Gunn on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. So he avenged the, the loss from last week with Cody yep. in the tournament. Uh, he gets a big win over Billy Gunn on Dark. And then we go to a match with Justin Law against Sean Spears. Uh, Spears is kind of just, he's messing with this kid throughout this yeah. whole match. You know, he's really screwing with him. And obviously, you know where this is going. Um, and Spears ends up hitting the uh, the running C4 for the win. Yep. <laughs> so pretty short, short, sweet, you know, within uh, within two shows, you know, Spears has racked up two wins. Yep. And uh, he's kind of making back. him look good. Right, he's back on track. You know, they're putting Spears over again after the big loss to Cody, um, making him look strong still. And I like that. I appreciate that because I think Sean Spears is one of the better talents in mm-hmm. AEW yeah. for sure. Absolutely, and he was completely misused in the WWE. WWE like oh, a lot of people for sure. are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we go to the uh, our main event of the show which is the the big empty arena match obviously like i said people have been pulled you know through the night so they, they really built this up really well they did a lot of great video packages you know they did one last week with with uh, hager's wife i forgot to mention this but they they did one with uh, hager's wife and they the shows him training the rigorous training he was going through uh-huh. for to prepare for the empty arena match with john moxley and Pretty good. That's one thing AEW has really nailed down. WWE has started to do it too. They're mm-hmm. both both really on point with the the video packages. Oh yeah. Um, I think I would even go so far to say I think AEW's video packages are a little better. Um, but they're both, yeah. Like there's certain ones that you know because obviously the NXT video packages that we saw with NXT uh, with with Keith Lee and uh, was it Charlotte? Yeah, they were they were great too. But, um, so yeah, we go to this empty arena match. Good old JR on commentary. It's good to hear that voice, <laughs> It's Ross <too>. time. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it's just JR calling this match. And this match really starts off kind of, it starts off kind of slow, you know, and then picks up with some good chain wrestling. And then there's some, obviously, there's a lot of MMA type moves here because you got Jake Hager in this match. So yeah. you're going to get that. Um, you know, and even Mox was doing some MMA type stuff, some some a lot of submission holds, and um, then action spills out over the railing, and Mox supplies a figure four on Hager. Uh, what did you say on like the splitter thing? Yeah, it's well the the the, uh, the divider. Yeah. It was really creative for for that to yeah. for Mox to do that. Yeah, he applies the figure four there on the divi- the aisle divider, aisle the, divider. the okay. arena. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But um, yeah, and it looked really good. It was. Cool little spot there, but you know, and then of course they end up. Uh, but well, actually, I gotta say this: um, Jr. had the best uh, best line of the night, really, because he's, you know, as the action spills over the the uh, security railing there, mm-hmm. Jr. says, "Why do we need security railings if no one's here?" You know, like, <laughs> this is like, oh man, this is this is good stuff. But yeah. but um, so yeah, the action spills over the. You know the railings, and then then it comes back over the railings and back towards the ring, and um, Hager slams Mox, you know, into the barricades and into the steel steps. Um, Mox know, we hits get, a DDT. Yeah, we go, Hager we go to a commercial, then then comes back, and there's a clothesline, and and there's a huge DDT. And then Hager counters with the front sleeper. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. and so Hager's back in control at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then he grabs a chair and kind of starts punishing Mox with it. And then, um, 
Hager gets the uh, Hager gets the ankle lock in, mm-hmm. and Mox counters. Can he? Th- he just chucks the chair into man. What is it Hager's... with these people hitting with the belt? And now you're gonna hit with the chair. Right, right, yeah. But I mean, this was empty arena. This was you know no disqualification. Right. No, you know. Um, so he could do that, but then he hits the uh, para- paragram shift, whatever it is. <laughs> for the one, two, three. I can never three. pronounce that. Yeah, for the one, two, three. Um, and, yep, and so Mox is still your AEW world champion. So obviously, um, unless something crazy happens in the next couple of weeks, uh, which I don't see happening, Mox is probably going to defend the title at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, you know, as to who is going to be his challenger. Um, I'm glad know. they're using Max correctly here. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because a lot of a lot of people were shocked when he won the title from Jericho yeah. at Revolution, mm-hmm. um, and myself included. I didn't think that um, Jericho was going to be that reign was going to end. But then again, Jericho was also going on tour. You know, because until the he, coronavirus, yeah, around. until that crap happened, so that kind of derailed that. Um, you know, which that he's kind of postponed that till summer, from what I've heard. So it sounds like, um, you know, obviously we're going to get a Jericho sabbatical at some point. right. Yeah. So they had to kind of write him off a little bit, even though they've they filmed all the tapings with him to keep him going. You know, keep him strong or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows, you know, maybe uh, maybe we get, you know, Jericho uh, Moxley 2 mm-hmm. at uh, Double or Nothing. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, we will uh, we will see. But, yeah, like I said, you know, three three big matches next week, including the debut of Orange fucking Julius Cassidy mm, all right. next week. So, yeah, so we'll go to SmackDown. Um, do you want me to do the news? Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, I forgot. We do have a little news this week, yeah. Alright, so yesterday, several NXT talent were released or furloughed. We have Rocky Mohamed Fahim, Marcos Gomez, Fasel Curdy, Cass- Cassius Ono, Edgar Lopez, Hussan Al-Dagal, Tino Sabatelli, Cesar Bononi, Mars Wang, Tanera Conti, Nick Camarado, Alyssa Marino, Dan Math, MJ Jenkins, and Alexander Jaxel, and WWE to resume weekly taping schedule late April. The schedule will cover through July 10th. All right, so basically a week after WWE says we're going to go to live shows, they are once again going back to tape yeah. shows. Um, <laughs> You know, I also read something online. I want to kind of make light of this, too, that um, Linda McMahon actually paid the governor of Florida $18.5 million uh-huh. uh, to kind of <laughs> deem She them. couldn't pay $18.5 million to keep her talent, but... Right. But uh, to deem them essential business. So... Um, Anyways, so we go to SmackDown. SmackDown for four seventeen twenty, and then we open with a. First of all, we open with a, a Howard Finkel tribute, um, which you know, obviously, as we mentioned on the past episode, uh, the previous episode, Howard Finkel had passed away. Um, 
so you know we're still kind of mourning the loss of Howard Finkel as everybody is in the wrestling community um, so we open the the show off with a moment of bliss it's been a while since we've seen a moment of bliss yeah uh, with obviously the tag champ, the women's tag champs, Bliss and Cross come out, and their guest is none other than the new Universal Champion Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and they kind of talk about uh, Bray Wyatt, and they show the clip of the Firefly Funhouse. It's announced that we are going to get the Universal Title match. It's going to be Braun Strowman defending the title against Bray Wyatt at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was an interesting little segment that gets interrupted by this package this strange and package. braun showman was like oh you didn't give me a gift alexa or something like that <laughs> right he and, thought alexa and Ale- gave it and alexa was like oh i didn't get you anything that's not for me and then he opens the gift and it is the lamb mask that um bray used to wear in the wyatt family that braun used to braun wear. sorry my yes friend. yes and um yeah, so it's the same, you know, same mask, and and uh, and then you hear the laughter of of Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, and then it fades out, and then we come back, and uh, we have a pretty high stakes match here between Tamina and Sasha Banks. We talked about so Tamina versus Sasha Banks. We talked about this last week. If Tamina is to win this match uh, against Sasha. She gets a shot, a future shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship, mm-hmm. and uh, Bailey's on commentary during this match, which she wasn't too bad on commentary no. actually. But um, Sasha hands Tamina a uh, small Sasha shirt in the beginning of this match, and I wear an extra large. <laughs> and uh, Tamina's kind of after that, you know. Tamina goes after, gets in control here, and Sasha kind of turns things around a bit and mm-hmm. grounds Tamina with a reverse chin lock, and um, you know, just some ground and pounds type stuff here from Sasha. You know, decent stuff, and then uh, eventually, uh, you know, Bailey kind of tries to interject, and then Lacey Evans runs out. Oh yeah. And, and then she starts whooping Bailey's ass. Yes, Lacey Evans is just pounding Bailey here, and then you get a couple of super. You get one super kick on the outside, yep. and then she brings it into the ring, and then super kicks again. One, two, three. Tamina wins, and now has an opportunity to face Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Exactly, and uh, that match we uh, is also announced that that match is going to take place at Money in, in the, the Bank. bank. Mm-hmm. So you know that's. We have uh, two matches set in stone in Money in the Bank. Obviously, uh, well, we have more than that because we have the Money in the Bank matches, which we find out something a little interesting about the Money in the Bank matches. Let's talk a little bit about this for a second before we go any further with SmackDown. But uh, So the Money in the Bank matches this year are apparently going to take place at Titan Tower in Stamford, Connecticut Yep. with the object of the match to you're going to start on the floor of titan tower and you have to get to the briefcase which is going to be on the roof of, of titan, of titan tower, tower. Mm-hmm. so um that's your normal ladder match it's not going to be a ladder match at all first uh-uh. of all this is going to be a basically we run through a uh building a brawl for all <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> minus you know the boxing gloves and people getting hurt yeah and, and vince russo but uh, yeah, it's a free-for-all is more of yeah. what it's going to be, not a brawl-for-all. Yeah, free-for-all. It's, um, you know, this is going to be really, really interesting if they do this right. 
if they do this right, I think it's going to be a very, very unique and creative match. Mm -hmm. But they have to do it right. You know, what I'm kind of picturing is um, doing some, you know, spots where they're... Uh, Certain wrestlers are taking the stairs, other ones are taking the elevator. They're trying to, you know, and they show these different. I think they can really pull this off, but they're going to have to really, yeah, like, be creative with it. Yeah, and dig down deep. Um, you know, they're going to almost have to kind of do this like crazy production, kind of like they did with at WrestleMania with the Firefly Funhouse slash Boneyard. Mm -hmm. Where they're going to have to do this, like, because it's not going to be a really a match. No, it's just going to be, let's run up the stairs and see who gets the title. Right. Thing exactly. First. You're starting on the floor and you want to go up. And, yeah. And get the briefcase, not the yeah. title. But, yeah. So, you yeah. Know what I meant. Exactly. Um, but it's going to be, yeah, it's, I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. When they announced that last night, because they announced it last night on SmackDown and uh, I was a little skeptical. I was confused. Yeah, but I was like, you know, it might be kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So then we go to um, a, a little Jey Uso promo, um, and he's kind of just talking about the triple threat match. And then we go to a Lacey backstage interview. Yep, so the triple threat match is obviously going to be the main event yep. tonight on SmackDown. Um, you know, you have Jey Uso versus The Miz versus, versus Big, Big E. e. You know, for the SmackDown tag titles. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so after the Lacey promo, we go to uh, Sheamus, who takes on uh, Denzel Dejeunet, you know, who is who is back getting some more uh, television time, you mm -hmm. know, which is good. Um, Sheamus beats the hell out of this guy, you know, kind of pummels him into oblivion and knees to the face and then a big brogue kick for the one, two, three. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we go to Cole, who... Once again, for the second week in a row, starts talking about Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and then Seamus gets up in all Cole's face. Right? Yeah, uh, Seamus interrupts um, Cole about Jeff Hardy, obviously saying, you know, why don't you talk about me? Mm -hmm. um, you know, so obviously we're going to get that Jeff Hardy and Seamus feud. At some point, don't know when. But. Yeah, I mean, a p potentially a Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Um, because Jeff has been off of television, and they're showing these things, like, in chapters. They're doing these video packages. Yeah. You know, next week we're going to get another chapter in this. Mm -hmm. Um. So, obviously, Seamus is probably going to interrupt again. Yep. And, you know, but... Um, and then we go to our, uh, what would be our first... Uh, money in the Bank qualifying match of the night, which would be uh, Naomi. It's a women's Money in the Bank qualifying mm -hmm. match with Naomi and uh, Dana Brooke. There was a Carmella Dana Brooke promo before. Yeah, yes. Uh, I forgot to mention that. And they kind of talk about the tag title match. She's like, you should be focusing on the tag title match and not beating Naomi. Yeah. Sorry. That was my best Carmella. Eh, it was okay. I'll, okay. Give it, I'll give it like a six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so Naomi almost wins this like right off the bat. Yeah. And after a, a quick drop kick drops Dana and almost gets the victory. Um they had some, you know, pretty creative like pinfalls in this match. It was good back and forth pace to it. Mm -hmm. Um I got to say I've never been 
I don't know how anybody is, but I've never been big on Dana Brooke. But no. this is probably the best I've seen her look in a while. Yeah, I'd um, agree. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's just a decent back-and-forth match. Uh, Naomi hits a, a rear view and then misses a big split leg. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Dana hits a, a big sunset flip and, like, gets the one, two, three. Gets this huge upset win. And it's just like... Excuse me? Yeah, a shocking <laughs> moment. Dana Brooke pins Naomi on SmackDown mm-hmm. in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. So, um, She's not obviously going to win the Money in the Bank match. No, oh, hell no. <laughs> but no, but this but is the way is, to push her just a little bit. Yeah, the, I mean, this is kind of WWE throwing her a bone, you know, which yeah. unfortunately they don't do for a lot of people. No. You know? But uh, unfortunately, they they try to throw a bone after the dog is way left the dog. Right. (laughs) But um, yeah, so this was nice to see, actually. This was uh, something fresh to to see. And uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. And, you know, so Dana Brooke qualifies for the the money in the bank. Um, And then uh, so that kind of tells me that. Since we are getting we are getting the tag title match next week on mm-hmm. SmackDown, it kind of tells me you know that they're probably not going to win that match, or they're going to use Naomi with Carmella, right? Instead right. of Dana Brooke, right? And Carmella, yeah, the the fabulous glow or whatever they yeah. were referred to mm-hmm. as at one point, yeah. So that's kind of what it tells me because Dana's already you know tied up for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So I think next week I'm kind of predicting that I think that um, uh, Bliss and Cross retain, uh-huh. and then I think, you know, Carmella's going to try to get another shot at the titles, but with Naomi as her partner. I would I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then we go to. Um, you can just skip over Otis and Mandy. No. That's just crap. <laughs> well, yeah, like a recap of the whole situation. Um, and we had a stupid Sonia promo. Yeah, Sonia comes out and wants Mandy to come out and tell her, you know, like, wine, 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 why bitch, haven't bitch, you bitch. returned my calls and blah, blah, blah. This, out of this, because up to this point, here's what I will say. Up to this point, I've really enjoyed this feud. It was fine. Right. And but, then they ruined it. But then, yeah, this was just a terrible segment. Uh there was nothing convincing about this, no, this segment it whatsoever. Was like, you couldn't tell who turned what, where turned where. Right, because I know I know the whole point is they're trying to turn Mandy face, you know, which I guess they did, completely face with Otis. Um, so, you know, at one point, Mandy and um, and Sonya are talking, and then Dolph comes out. And then Dolph is like, don't touch her, don't yeah, do Yeah, don't this, do this. this. And then Sonya doesn't listen. Yeah. And Sonya knocks down Mandy. And then Otis comes out. Just and like, Otis, you know, starts punishing Dolph. And it's just, it's just a very, like... Jumblefuck. Yeah. I, I, I don't re- like it. Yeah, I really was enjoying this. And now I'm, like, waiting for this to, to end. And, and uh, at the end of the segment, you know, Dolph is like, oh, this isn't over. And... I really wish like, it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish it was. Absolutely. Um, they do a uh, 
Now we'll get a little sentimental again because after this we come back and they do a nice Howard Finkel tribute video package. Um, and this, you know, back on the video packages, you know, they're really, they're nailing them for yeah, sure. This one was really sad. It was. It was incredibly sad. It was, um, but, you know, then we get a Miz promo on the, the Triple Threat main event. And then we go to our men's uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match, which in my opinion, was, uh, you know, was probably the match of the night. The triple threat match was decent, but yeah. it was it was a lot shorter. But yeah. this this was a great match mm-hmm. here. Um, and, you know, obviously... Honestly, they should have made that ma- the main event and the triple threat in their spot. Yeah, it should have been secondary, I agree. But, yeah, either way, you know, you know these two guys were going to shine, you know, and it was Cesaro with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak. And... Um, you know, it's a very brutal match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Daniel drives uh, Cesaro over the announce table, and then is interrupted by that computer hacker thing. We see that computer. The truth will be found out. Yeah, the truth will be told. The the computer hacker. You know, whenever this, hopefully, this computer hacker is revealed. You know, soon. Uh, it's it's definitely making for an interesting storyline. Who who this actually is. Mm-hmm. I still am behind uh, my original statements because uh, Katie and I have actually talked about this off off the air on the off the podcast. But I still think it's Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I do too. I th- I think that's a really, you know, what better way to bring this guy back? Than, mm-hmm. You know, because he obviously already blew everything open in the Mandy and Otis, uh, Dolph, Sonya storyline. Now he's gonna blow it up in this. Right. Apparently. This. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, they come back and Daniel's, you know, he's, uh, kind of attempting to like snap Cesaro's arm in half really, you know, and, and he, uh, Cesaro ends up catching Daniel off the rope and gives him this nasty backbreaker. Oh yeah. And then does a sharpshooter. Uh, Daniel hits the yes kick. Cesaro hits a modified GTS and then a cross face. Uh, Shinsuke tries to get involved at this point and then Gulak, uh, pulls him out. Yep. Intercepts him. And then Cesaro taps out to the yes lock, and uh, Daniel Bryan qualifies for the Money in the Bank uh, yeah. match, you know, which the Titan Tower match. <laughs> um, obviously, Daniel Bryan is a past winner of the Money in the Bank. He yeah. won it back in 2011. Um, and then we go to a quick promo from Big E. Big E's was the best of the night. Like, Big E tells. Uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi to scrape their bunions. While you're scraping your bunions, uh, just just hilarious stuff. But, uh, um, and we we don't even go to a commercial here. We go to another segment, right into another segment. As Elias is prepared to come out after the commercial, but we don't get the commercial because he is blindsided by Corbin. And I Corbin, thought this was over. Like I've said before. Right. And it's not. I really, yeah, I thought this feud was over too. But uh, Corbin ends up, you know, just beating the hell out of Elias here. Like, brutal. Yeah. So, um, you know, and he just punishes Elias and then just keeps beating him, you know, focusing on his hand at one point and then... Then, you know, he breaks the guitar over his back, you know, because it looks like it's over and then he breaks the guitar over his back and... 
Um, he drags him at the end. Yeah. Well, let's go sing a song, buddy. Right. And then, um, and then we get the, uh, you know, go to another commercial. We come back from commercial. We get the triple threat match mm-hmm. uh, for the SmackDown tag titles. You know, for these three guys, you know, pretty decent match. Biggie hits a big belly to belly on the Miz. You know, at one point it kind of seems like a super kick fest. You know, because Jay is going to town with these oh, super yeah. kicks. Watch out! Watch out! And then uh, Jay and the Miz suplex Big E through the uh, announce table. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Jay gains brief control of the match, but is is caught by a a, a Miranagi from. Big E, Jay hits a couple of more super kicks. He hit a ton of them in this match. Mm-hmm. But Big E's knocked on the apron. Miz hits a skull-crushing finale. Jay um, kicks out. Yep. And and a figure four also. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, Big E suddenly appears, hits the big ending, and we have, have new, new SmackDown mm-hmm. Tag Team Champions. Yep. The New Day are now eight-time SmackDown Tag team champions, yep. well, eight-time tag team champions, I yeah. should say. Um, and they are one behind the Dudley's reign of nine. Yep. Uh, so eventually, you know, we know that's going to happen. The New Day is is going to surpass the Dudley's. Um, so, yeah, what, a, what an ending, though, to <laughs> SmackDown with brand new champions. And uh, just, yeah, I mean, it's just a fun... Fun ending to the show. I really, I really liked it. Um, I think I will go so far to say I think all four shows delivered this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they did what what they could. You know I'm really I'm starting to get excited. I don't know if you are, but I'm starting to get excited for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it's yeah, it should be some interesting weeks. The on the AEW side of things, the TNT tournament has me really intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know, to see who's going to uh, win this. I At this point, my money's on Cody, um, but we'll, we'll He's see. He's your golden boy. Well, I mean, because of the whole thing with Cody not being able to challenge for the world title, mm-hmm. you know, because of the thing with Jericho, uh, they had to create the secondary title. So I think, you know, what better way to put it on Cody, you know. To, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, big matches next week. Um, also on... Smackdown next week we get uh two money in the bank uh or two matches I should say mm-hmm. uh or two money in the bank matches we get uh Lacey Evans and uh Sasha mm-hmm. next week and Baron Corbin and Drew Gulak mm-hmm. next week so interesting stuff there I mentioned the TNT matches the title ma- or tournament matches so um yeah so that's going to kind of uh wrap things up for this episode uh Sometime later this week, uh, we're going to try to do another uh, classic pay-per-view review. We hope you enjoyed World War III, WCW's World War III from 1997. That was our first one. We're going to try to do more. Uh, we also have some other cool ideas for some episodes. And uh, if you got any suggestions, as always, mention uh, message us on you know Anchor FM. Get a hold of us on our Facebook. Anything, questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Uh, follow us, hit that follow button, listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, every damn podcast you can think of. And uh, for the Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast, I'm Jeff Simmons. And I'm Katie Reed. We'll catch you on the flip side.